0: Hey, I'm Paul Maxwell, the content strategist here at Tively, and today we're going to talk about five ways that churches, specifically small churches, are increasing giving and how you can apply these strategies to your local church. Again, I'm Paul Maxwell, and this is Modern Church Leader. Welcome to Modern Church Leader, a short daily show to help you grow your church, be more effective and efficient and powerful for the kingdom of God. Small churches are usually tight on cash, right? They have a smaller donor base from which to fundraise. And as a consequence, they can sometimes struggle to serve their members and reach their communities in ways that they really want, right? Without money, production quality of your service suffers. Without money, church staff time is eaten up by menial tasks due to manpower storage, right? Without money, community visibility can suffer due to an inability to show up at outreach events by advertising and give back to the needs of the local community, which can be very difficult for a church to experience, particularly if you're small and struggling already, right? But a small congregation doesn't have to have a small impact for the kingdom of God in their local community, right? Or even on the world. God changed the world through one man, Jesus Christ, and even he had only 12 disciples, right? which just illustrates the powerful working that God can do through a small congregation of people. But their mission was from God, and because they were called to a worthy mission, they got organized with their strategies, consolidated their financial assets in the early church, right? See Acts 15, and they mobilized their small community to change the world forever in a positive way. And today, small churches are still using smart fundraising strategies to leverage their community's collective capital, to spread the good news of Jesus Christ, and to change their communities for Christ and his kingdom in ways that are recognizable and palatable to the local community. At Tithely, we have the privilege of serving over 20,000 churches by helping them grow in giving uh, in each of their congregations. And we have a lot of statistics. We see a lot of what works and what doesn't. So here are the five strategies that we've seen to have the highest effect on overall giving in small churches and we hope that they can be applied to your local context to increase giving and resources for your ministry in this season as well. Number one, use an easy to use digital giving tool. So the first two problems churches need to overcome when it comes to generosity and giving are the ease of giving and the scale of giving, right? Digital giving software can be a really great asset to a small church's fundraising efforts, but they can also be a great liability. The two most common ways that digital giving software can become a liability to churches are cost of the actual tool and the difficulty of use for the users for that that actual tool, right? So let me explain a little bit what I mean by that. So many digital giving software solutions take an enormous percentage of your donations on top of an unreasonable, hefty, monthly flat fee. So there's an enormous pricing architecture that comes along with collecting giving, right? If you have a small church, these fees can sufficiently offset whatever increased returns you get from the software, functionally negating the effort of transitioning your church to a digital giving tool, and all of a sudden, you're handcuffed to this tool that takes an inordinate percentage of your finances, right? More than that, most of these tools are very difficult to use, unfamiliar to your congregants, and force members to go through their company to give to your church. And many of your members may wonder why they're talking to a customer service agent through a chatbot on a random software company's website, wondering where their tithe is instead of simply writing a check, right? So difficult of use, uh, or, or rather cost and ease of use of the two variables that set you up to succeed with digital giving. But don't get me wrong, there are fantastic digital giving solutions for churches that are cost-efficient and easy to use, right? Take timely Giving, for instance, right? They're one of the only companies that actually offers completely free call-in customer support so you're not stuck in a chat bot where you can talk to real people on the phone in minutes from 5 a.m. to 11 p.m. Pacific time, Monday through Friday, right? Many companies that offer better software have no customer support team at all, More than that, Tithely gives you the ability to host your digital giving form on your church website so that your members aren't rerouted to the company's app or website. This way, your church members can feel completely secure since they are enabled to remain on your church's trusted website throughout the entire giving experience from beginning to end. Most giving solutions simply don't offer this. For some reason, I, I, I don't know why, right? So, so Tidely solves the ease of use problem, right? In my opinion, and by objective analysis, right? Check out the reviews on Coptera better than any other digital, uh, digital solution company, right? But what about the problem of cost? Because Tidely offers, as of today, one of the lowest transaction rates of any service out there, right? See, see their current rates at Tively.com, check out pricing, all that stuff, right? But here's the kicker with Tively, the monthly fee is zero dollars. Zero dollars, right? The service is free to use. Now, this is an important juncture for the small church because they'll be inclined to believe that the more costly solutions offer more premium benefits. And that's 100% true for most products. But in this case, this is that unicorn case, right? Where TimePlate actually offers a superior product and service in every area compared with other options and uh, 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 at a cheaper price, right? This is the unicorn of the industry, and I'm not sure why other companies aren't following suit in this business model. If you want to get on the uh, on the train of being ahead in tech and church tech over the next five years, use Tithely. So, for many different reasons, Tithely is growing rapidly right now. And if I were a pastor looking for a digital giving solution, I'd hop on the Tithely train immediately. I, I know many pastors personally who already have. I also know many pastors personally who are tied to other digital giving software because they're handcuffed to a contract. Don't put yourself in that situation, right? Consider all your options, but give tithely giving your most serious consideration. And I would say, look at tithely giving's benefits and use it as sort of the diamond standard by which to evaluate other giving platforms. So we've solved the problem of digital giving solutions associated with ease of use and cost, right? What website architects and marketers call UI, user interface and financial stability. But we must now solve the problem of scaling your church fundraising efforts because Most digital giving solutions require churches to pay more when they raise more money for more members, right? So in other words, if you grow, you're penalized. The more generous people are in your church, the more it costs the church. So let me kind of take off my business hat for a second. That's just wrong. (laughs) It's wrong. Church, Church growth is a blessing from God. Your digital giving software should incentivize church growth. Why would you strap yourself to a digital giving solution that forced your church leadership team to ask Can we even afford to grow? And at that point, the tool to grow has become the impediment to growth, right? The digital giving software has become a new problem rather than a final solution if you pick the wrong company. But here's the deal. Returning to the tidally giving payment structure. There's no monthly fee and their extremely low transaction rates don't increase a dime. So no matter how much your church grows and no matter how much people give, you're paying the exact same rate all along with no monthly flat fee and no contract. Each church should consider their unique needs before committing to any giving solution, certainly, because the worst thing you can do is kind of try out a bunch of software and for- force your church to relearn new tech every six months right? They will become disillusioned with giving and likely won't continue to give digitally, right? Use a digital tool and, and using a digital tool is something that only works as well as the church can establish its technological credibility with its members. And this is a very important part, right? People will use the technology to the degree that they trust the leadership. Having said that, timely giving will, will, again, serve as giving you that great diamond standard against which to measure other services that are either feature poor, and upcharging you or their nickel and diming churches in their pricing model, right? Look at Tidely Giving's pricing page and use it as a set of criteria to evaluate other solutions, right? So we we have a a handy comparison page of all the digital giving tools at Tidely.com that's already been done if you're interested, right? So was all that kind of a tsunami of information? Because it certainly might have felt that way. Here's a summary, right? Use Tidely giving as the standard by which you measure all other giving software, right? When you do your research, use Tidely as the standard. That's my commendation to you. If you find something else that meets your church's needs better than Tidely, by all means, use it. But use Tidely's features and pricing as a measuring rod for every other tool, right? You don't want to be married to an outdated and overpriced solution for the next 10 years, right? Your technological legacy as a church is on the hook for what... Software solution you use for giving now. Number two, regularly show how funds are being used. So, a gift is an act of faith. When your church members give, they're trusting that you are using their money to manifest their values in the world. They are trusting that you are making a difference for the kingdom of God. Very often, people who are equipped to give a lot of money to your church, wealthy donors in particular, are highly competent at reading profit and loss statements, right? P and L statements, understanding operational delegation, and can often give helpful feedback on your church's operational strategy, which is why they make not only great financial partners, but business consultants as well. And many business people are happy to consult to increase the effectiveness and efficiency of church operations. But the real value of transparency, financial transparency, sharing how your church is spending its money, is that donors can feel connected to real ministries, right? spent this month on improving educational resources for Sunday school. $20,000 spent this year on marketing, which provided X new visitors. And a Y amount of those visitors came to Christ, right? Number three, feature stories of how the church is making an impact. So this is the honey that donors really crave when they give, right? They want to see faces. They want to know the names. They want to experience as fully as possible the real specific Unique individual impact that your church is making. Talk about the single mother that your church helped get on her feet financially, right? Get an apartment, find a job, right? Share the whole story. Have her come up in front of the Sunday service and share her testimony of faith. Show a picture of children in the third world drinking clean water from a well that your church funded and built with their own hands with a sister church or a sister school down in that country, right? Uh, give, give donors the sense as fully as you can that they were there. More powerful than stories in the pulpit or pictures on a slideshow is video, right? Video, video, video. You mix the beautiful optics of the story, you show the faces of the people, and you have music to pull on the heartstrings, right? How often in your life have you you cried during a speech? How often in your life have you cried because of a picture? Now, how often in your life have you cried because of a video? Listen, I'll admit it. I cry every time one of those FPCA dog adoption commercials with Sarah McLaughlin comes on, right? Every time. Lump in my throat, curled up lips, (laughs) right? Watery eyes. So, So, you know, sometimes I'll hold it together, but, but it always stirs me up deeply, right? That's the power of video. You don't need to produce a full cinematic commercial, but people are drawn into video. People love to love video. So document as much as possible on your iPhone, on your camera, on whatever, right? Find some good music. Get the most video competent 14-year-old in your church to edit the movie and iMovie, right? That's all you need. And that's all donors really want. Show, 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 video, 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 right? Video isn't the engine of your fundraising strategy, but it is the clutch that will kick your church's generosity into into the next gear if you have that strategy in place. Number four, run a sermon series on giving. So... Many church members don't give generously, or, or really as generously as they could, simply because they've never heard biblical teaching on generosity, right? Teach from 2 Corinthians 8. Teach from Philippians 4. The Bible is full of rich, uh, rich teaching on generosity, right? We all know the famous verse from Acts twenty thirty five. it's more blessed to give than to receive. Teach on giving for four weeks and speak to the heart, right? Don't be ham-fisted and take the judgmental angle, Unfold generosity in a way that is palatable to members that soften their hearts, right? So here's a sample. I'm going to just to sort of try to come up with like a four-week sermon series you could do, right? You could do a sermon series on uh, this. This could be the four weeks, rather, right? You could have uh, week one: lack of generosity corrupts the heart. Week two: generosity is a blessing to you. Week three: generosity gives you life purpose. Week four: here's all that our church is doing with giving. Video, video, video. Will you give? Right there, you go. Number five. Build personal relationships with wealthy donors in your church, right? This is the most underutilized strategy to grow giving in your church that a lot more churches really could capitalize upon to increase their own capital, right? This comes down to the 80-20 principle. Chances are 80% of your church's donations will come from 20%, usually less, of your church members who are wealthy enough. To give large gifts to special causes. So build close relationships with them. Ask for their feedback. Give them a sense that their voice is heard by the leadership. Invite them to your personal Christmas parties, right? The wealthy givers in your church need pastoral care just as much as anybody. Perhaps you could even invite, you know, a wealthy donor from your church and a single mother that you helped with your church to the same Christmas party so that they can, you know, meet firsthand and build a, an alliance, a, a relationship as Christian brother and sister, right? They, they can see firsthand the good that their money is doing and they'll be compelled to give more. Set, set aside at least 5% of your time each month to write cards, go to coffee, send special thank yous to these members, right? They want to be leveraged for the kingdom of God. So don't make it difficult for them to bless the church and to receive blessing by giving. Every need in the church has a corresponding supply. By going out of your way to cultivate special relationships with those members, you make the supply-demand connection between your church's needs and your members' resources smooth and straightforward, which is the goal of having a sophisticated fundraising strategy for your church. So remember, Rome wasn't built in a day, right? Very cliche, I know, but it's true. It's wisdom we need to hear. As a matter of fact, the church wasn't even built in the same day, right? It's a time, it's a sacrifice, strategy, deep thinking, Course correction in a village of leaders with big dream. Dream big. That's the biggest thing I want to say to, 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 to churches. Dream big. Do the hard work and follow these five steps to grow giving in your church. Remember, number one, use an easy to use, cost-effective digital giving tool that is easy to use and that scales with no contract and that isn't nickel and diming you every step of the way. Number two, regularly show how funds are being used. Number three, feature stories of how the church is making an impact. Remember, video, video, video. Number four, run a sermon series on giving. Number five, build personal relationships with wealthy donors in your church. So prayerfully commit yourself to these five strategies for the next 365 days and track what kind of results you get, which means keeping your thumb on the pulse of your church's financial stability. You won't be disappointed. Thanks for listening. Please review Modern Church Leader on Apple Podcasts and visit our website for more resources at tithe.ly or follow the links in the show notes.